0: Welcome to Gaudible, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Mogyong, Book 13, The Completion of Restoration and the Settlement of Chanal Guk Chapter 3, Section 2, Paragraph 16. Those who do not offer conditions of devotion make many excuses for not doing so. People who offer devotion do not make excuses because they have so many goals for which they need to offer devotion. That is why God does not say even one word by way of an excuse. From the time of the creation to this day, God has hardly spoken. Rather, he is occupied with offering his own sincere devotions. He offers them for the sake of the whole, in order to stand in the position where he can relate with all beings. God is offering ever more devotion, still with the same heart of loyalty to elevate the lower realms to a higher state. True parents are going that same way. We are always making new beginnings. That means we have to keep offering additional devotion. We will not imitate the sorrow of those who have lost out. Rather, we will connect to the joy of victors. I should offer an incredible amount of devotion, numerous conditions of devotion, in order to create a strong economic foundation for the liberation of all peoples of the world. Afterward, God and Satan will have to acknowledge what I did. That is why I live my life the way I do. That is why I have been going to Chungpyeong every day. I may return home around midnight, but desiring to see that land again, I will go back there the following morning. I am investing my sincere devotion all the time. In fact, I need to continue offering devotion. I must gather all the bundles of devotion and offer them to God along with our blood and sweat. Then God, the subject partner, will not be hesitant to provide us with the materials necessary to recreate the nation and the world. This is living in accordance with the principle. The Unification Church's teaching is fearful When we went to South America, we had no intention of causing anyone loss. So we had to start everything on our own and build with our own hands. Nevertheless, we never succumbed to fatigue. I could not afford to become tired because I wanted to resurrect South America to become a continent that can help the world. I resolved that as long as God does not abandon His hope to help the world, I cannot abandon South America. I tell you that as long as there are people who are investing devotion for this, it will work. I am now approaching the age of 80, but I am adding something more every day. I do not retreat. I should shed one more drop of sweat today than I shed yesterday, take one more step, do one more thing. This is how I can advance. The word stop is not in my vocabulary. The word stop connects with retreat and death. The word advance is connected with flourishing and with the kingdom of heaven. When I give a sermon, I never decide on the title or do research for it in advance. This is because when I begin to speak, I stand in relationship to the vertical realm. Water flows quickest when it falls straight down vertically at a 90 degree angle to the level surface and then flows horizontally. With people listening to me, many stories flow out of my mouth as if opening a water faucet. It's because there are people who need to hear them. As I have many things to say to different people in the audience, it requires much time. A good number of people are revived by my sermons. Knowing this, I am able to speak for more than 10 hours. For what purpose do I do this? It is to revive my children. If it takes others one hour and 30 minutes to walk to a destination, I can walk it in one hour and 10 minutes. I save 20 minutes. Others may stroll along, but when I walk, I raise my foot only an inch, three inches at the most, above the ground. My stride is seven to 15 centimeters longer than that of most people. So I can walk much faster than others. I can complete a distance of 8 kilometers, 25 or 30 minutes faster than other people. I need to walk at a high speed to align with this busy time. Now, things are moving much faster than before. If I were to move slowly in such a fast-paced era, it would be as if I were paddling backward. God sincerely prepared wonderful educational materials without omitting anything, but you did not know that. I also prepared educational materials. It took great effort to discover the truth about restoration, about death, about the spirit world, and so on. I have experienced praying continuously for more than 17 hours without taking a break to eat. For me, 10 or 12 hours in prayer is not out of the ordinary. That is why my knees are calloused. Now, even if I do not pray for long, because God is very close, we can immediately communicate. If we do not make the truth known to the world, how can we liberate all the people, all humankind? Through such effort and hardships, I finally discovered the truth and revealed it. But I realized that God had prepared all of it long ago. The force of my prayer is strong enough to pull a pine tree out of the ground or dislodge a boulder so that it rolls down a mountain slope. In the past, when I prayed in the sweltering months of May and June in cotton-lined pants, I shed so much sweat and tears laced with blood that often I had to wring the sweat and tears from my clothes. When I prayed with all of my devotion, struggling to accomplish God's will, even in circumstances that fractured my bones and battered my flesh, God visited me and comforted my heart. When I pray, I am holding onto the top of the world, fighting to make it turn the right way. Within five minutes, I am sweating. That is the hardest battle. When Jesus prayed, knowing he would go to the cross, he shed his sweat and blood. That was a battle. I can say it was the ultimate fight. Do you know how necessary prayer is? Have you experienced the effects of prayer? You need to have those experiences. You should have the conviction that prayer never fails to accomplish things. I am saying that, after you pray, do not doubt. Do not question, did God listen to my prayer? believe what I told you, and think, it will be accomplished. If you continue praying like this over the next 10 years, the next 100 years, you will go up. You will never go down. And if you tell God that you will never give up on the way, then God will definitely help you. He will help you every time. The will that God is working toward cannot be completed just after a few years' work. The will that He is working toward is certain to be achieved. However, it may require several hundred million years. So if you are going to uphold God's will, you must have the conviction that you will not change even over hundreds of millions of years. God wants to see such people because that is the very will he wants to see fulfilled. God does not want to be indebted to you. He wants to give you all that he can, and he will try to give you even more. However, you may have to wait, which could be tiresome. If you still do not receive it, your sons and daughters will receive it. That is why I ask you to have a heart to pray continuously, even for tens of thousands of years. True parents are now praying for things that can happen 1,000 years from now. We are offering serious prayers about how the world should be 10,000 years from now. If we, the founders of the Unification Church, together with the members, offer prayers in all seriousness, then as long as the standard for our prayer rests with heaven, the Unification Church will never perish. Even if everyone wishes us to come to ruin, we will absolutely prevail. So many people have prayed for us to perish, haven't they? Nevertheless, if we pray in the way I have been speaking of, which brings forth predictions about what kind of age is to come, we should strive to qualify to take responsibility for that age. To do this, we should invest ourselves Forget we have invested, and invest ourselves again. This is what God does, and we should do the same. It is the only way. Be aware of this. This way is the one secret for resolving everything. To this day, there have been three things for which I have prayed, based on the mottos that I have established. The first has to do with faith. When I stand in front of God, I have to believe things that the people of the world cannot believe. There is nothing God can say that I cannot believe. Second, I have prayed for wisdom. I cannot take charge unless I can show clear leadership quality in my judgment of situations. That is why I asked God, please give me wisdom greater than the wisdom of Solomon. Finally, I have prayed for love. I have gone beyond the level of the Korean people. Now when I appear with love in front of all peoples, however I do it, My mindset is that there will be no one, irrespective of nationality or ethnicity, who will not desire to receive love from me. I believe that whoever they are, they will all be attracted to me because of this love that I prayed for. Such love is what is needed the most to carry out a new movement in the last days, which is an era when love has dried up. These are the three things I have been praying for. Ever since I began praying this way, everything I asked for has been realized despite my not knowing when it would be accomplished. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.